Hello friends, this is Joseph from Homo Sound. We started Homo Sound with one intention, which is to connect people in the music industry and help artists, promoters, label owners, Spotify curators, and other people who work in the music industry to spread their message and get known by an audience who is interested in that. And as a byproduct, we help that some of these insights that we share in these chats will help and inspire other of us. Without further ado, enjoy today's guest. Adam Heaton has been investing a lot of time and energy into helping others discover new music. How? He curates over 100 Spotify playlists. They all have different specific styles and genres, and he continues to share them with the web. By doing this, Adam helps not only others find new music, but also he helps artists and labels get found often by a very new audience. When I first started to use Spotify in 2018 and I was searching for playlists, I quickly figured out that so many on Reddit, Facebook groups and the web were recommending to check Adam's website and playlists. And I did. His work has been super helpful for me to discover so much new stuff and music for my sets. In this chat, we talk about how important Spotify may or might not be for artists, how listening to your audience helps your work as a curator or artist, and why we should say thanks more and treat people as people. Enjoy. Adam, thanks so much for being on the show. It has been a pleasure. Uh, thank you for having me on. It's uh, nice to finally uh, get to properly speak to you. Yes, likewise. And just for context for the audience, you and I started chatting a bit of, I think a bit over a year ago through Facebook, I think. Yeah, that's right. And the context of that is that I I started using Spotify, I think it was October 2018, something like that. And I started digging for techno. I wanted to see like where I can find good techno. And I quickly figured out that the way you find stuff on Spotify, the way you find a lot of new stuff is to playlists that are sometimes done by people like you. And, and I remember I was like, okay, let me, let me search for like on Reddit, on Quora, on Facebook for techno playlists. And I figured, I figured out like super quickly that there was, everybody was pointing at you. Everybody was like, <laughs> you should find this guy. Like, Adam is the best. He's the guru. Yes. I think at that time it was about 50 playlists and now it's over a hundred. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just kept on building. Um, just whenever I kind of come up with a new idea, it's just, add a few tracks to it when I find them, keep building it. And if it gets to a point that I'm happy with it, I'll eventually put it out for the public. Yeah. And it's impressive because you essentially have a library of also, for people listening, Adama has put together uh, over a hundred different playlists that kind of range from techno to more electro and house. And, and they're all categorized by genre or sometimes mood. And, I think, you, you, Adam, you also created a website where you help people pick and choose the playlist that they like more, and then it, that links to Spotify eventually. Yeah, because what I found is obviously having over 100 playlists and the Spotify platform isn't the best for browsing through, I find, especially when, obviously, you really want to try and look at a specific genre. You just can't do that unless you have it all broken down by a folder, which obviously I have my side, but it's not seen out in the public. so. I put the website together so you could obviously go through by category and then quickly find a particular playlist that you wanted. But then obviously I threw a few little like tools in there to try and make it a bit easier to find something at random because some people just don't really know what they're looking for. So I figured why not give them different ways to, you know, check through them and hopefully find something that they like. Yeah. And I, from my experience, it really works. I, I can, I, I can remember in particular that there was, um, I think it's called a hard dub techno, something like that. You you created, and I found a lot of stuff that I ended up playing. Um, it would be pretty pretty much impossible to bump into these tracks if I didn't find your release first. Yeah, I mean, I always always try to look for stuff that hasn't really got that many listeners behind it. And I mean, that doesn't necessarily say that you know people don't know about it. It's just that it might not have come up in any other person's playlist. So. You know, it's just not really been shown up in the Spotify platform at all. So I always try to look for those, stick them in there. And obviously people, hopefully like DJs like yourself, can 
find them and then get them in your sets and obviously maybe people haven't heard that before and obviously will resonate a lot better with them yes that, that's that's amazing it's, it's really helping discovery of, of tracks and for people who don't know how the process works so Spotify has, has essentially like playlists that are created by Spotify itself, by the team behind that. There are algorithm, algorithmic playlists that are created by the algorithm of Spotify. And then there are the, I would say, independent editorial playlists. And Adam, you, you basically run a bunch of these. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it, was there, like when you started first, was there an idea that drove you to create many playlists and, and kind of help other people discover them? So back in like 2017, I mean, I started listening to techno, I think in around 2015. So I've been in it for about five years now. And over that time, I started building up a, just a, a literally just a techno playlist, just with loads and loads of tracks all the time. And I was doing this because I was using, I still use a DJ app, which can use the Spotify library just so I could just play the music at home, you know, get some enjoyment out of what's in there. Cause I've always wanted to DJ. I've always DJed over the years. So why not you make use of the playlist? Yeah. But what I found with having such a big playlist was it made it really hard to find a particular track. You know, that if you're trying to do something that like a hard techno set or maybe something dark, it's kind of hard if you don't really remember your library that well, that, you know, you've got to try and look for it. So, I think it was one night, uh, oh, sorry, one morning in March 2017. I'd got up at about 3 a.m. I had like a really, really shitty sleep. Uh -huh. Went into the um, work office and I was just listening to my playlist and I thought, Do you know what? I think it's about time I finally started doing something with these this playlist and, you know, broke it down. So I think I started doing things like Acid, uh, the Acid playlist, which I think was one of the first ones I ever created hard techno playlist, which was another one that I created right at the start and a few others. And it wasn't actually that many to begin with, to be honest with you. But then it's, it's just, just, as I say, over the years, just, it's just kept on expanding depending on what I found and what I've listened to. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's impressive. I think so you started in 2017, which is about three years ago, let's say. And now, I think I read on one of your posts on social media that your objective for 2019 was to get to like um, overall 60k followers. And I think you got very close to that. You got to 59k and something. Yeah, that's. I mean, I asked 60k. I think it was two days later. So I wasn't. I was so very close to my estimate. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but obviously, what I decided this year was I wasn't to try and go for 100. And I'm really not bothered if I don't hit these goals, but it's always good to have a goal, I think, because it gives you a bit of a drive to push for that goal. And for me, it means, for instance, going on places like Reddit, Facebook, and just trying to share the playlist of the website around where I can. And obviously working with artists such as yourself to share the playlist whenever you can. And obviously in return, I, I add tracks to my playlist. And it, it seems to be working um, really, really well, as far as I can tell. It, it does. I mean, like um, from a, let's say, audience perspective, I, I, I can tell you that it works in terms of like, because it really helps discovery. And, and I guess the benefit of you having multiple places is that someone who trusts your selection, then it maybe bumps into your one of your biggest playlist, like let's say the acid techno one, and then they can quickly discover from your profile or from your website, they can discover other genres, other playlists, and then it's easier yeah. for them to transition. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that does seem to be what happens. I, I've, I mean, people find some of my playlists so quickly when I put them up, I don't even have to announce them. Like I literally two weeks ago, just opened up a broken acid techno playlist. That's already had five people find it. I don't think I even have it on the website or anything yet. So people do just, just seem to dig through the, um, the, the Spotify playlist, sorry, the Spotify profile and end up just, you know, finding stuff that seems to just jump out at them. And I think that's why the names are so important because you can yeah. kind of get an idea straight away just from the name, what it's going to be all about. And provided that the music obviously does match what the name seems to suggest, then well, no one's going to complain. They're hopefully going to find something that, you know, is what they're looking for. 
Yes, and that's super important. And one of the feelings that some, sometimes people get, or I get as well, is that perhaps you bump into a playlist that says, I don't know, whatever, hard techno, and you expect hard techno. And in a way, maybe for whatever reason, maybe the creator has a different idea of hard techno. Eventually, you get to stuff that is not relevant. So eventually, if when that is the case, you basically dissociate from the playlist because it's not that useful for you anymore. I think that's one of your strengths. Is that like it really does what 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 it says? <laughs> yeah, it really does say what's on the tin. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you're right. People do seem to create playlists with names that don't really, you know, have what they're saying is in there. And mm-hmm. it might not be that the you know once upon a time didn't actually do that, but I think sometimes people do just kind of move away from what they were originally trying to add and just kind of expand the playlist in other directions. I think that's might be just because they have a lot of followers and they want to constantly continue providing to the same followers rather than starting all over again. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think it, that it, just depends on their goals, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And and I guess an interesting thing would be perhaps for the audience, like, was there a strategy or, or an objective behind you deciding to, from the start, kind of creating different playlists or like versus a one big one that would have many more followers, it would be more generic? It was literally just because I wanted to be able to find music easily. Um, just for myself, I, I honestly, I never created the playlist to for people they were literally just created for myself initially i didn't even know that people could would could or would follow the playlist um it was just done for myself and then after a while i noticed that people were starting to follow the playlist i had no no idea what that you know meant or what i could do with that and then eventually a guy called bernardo from island beast music got in touch with me about the acid playlist and asked me to just change the image to one that he provided. And that was pretty much it. And then showed me that there was a few platforms out there that you could register on as a curator and obviously work with artists and hopefully get their submissions through and then add, add them through to the playlist. That's amazing, yes. And so I guess there was a moment of transition from Adam saying, oh, I want to just make playlists that help me play more tracks in a kind of a, with, with specific folders to, oh, I'm going to do something that is a service to other people. W- was there like, when you, I guess, if you made this transition in your head, was there a moment where you said, okay, now I need to be a bit more structured in the work. I need to learn how to put the playlist out there in the right places. Or it was just organic. Like, let's do it and see what happens. Well, I think at the start, that was how I was doing it. It was just adding stuff and then just, you know, if people found the, the playlist, then great. But I wasn't really bothered if they did or didn't. Mm-hmm. But obviously, as I then moved on to actually working with different artists, I was a little bit more concerned about how, you know, the playlists were growing, whether people were actually listen to the playlists. So that meant obviously trying to share the playlist around. So that meant opening up different social accounts so I could actually, you know, resonate and speak to different audiences rather than me just being a random profile on Spotify creating all these different playlists. Because unless she was on Reddit, no one really obviously could, you know, speak to me. And and I would often post on Reddit and sometimes people would be like, wow, I I didn't even know you were on here. Um, which was, was something that's been quite uh, quite interesting and obviously sometimes led to some good conversations too. Um but yeah I I I definitely have a definitely enjoy using things like Instagram anyway for sure. Yes, exactly. And then that, that was going to be another question in my mind. So I think Instagram, you started using that more actively, maybe beginning of 2019. So it's been kind of a year. Uh, then you you always been using Reddit before. Which one has worked best for you? And is there a reason why, do you think? Um, so Reddit has been great for just growing followers, mainly because you can, you know, post the playlist or the website into a specific audience that you know is going to want to use them sort of things. So whether it be a genre specific sub subreddit such as techno, uh, you know, or house or electro, you can go down a more DJ specific route. So go into places like Beatmatch or DJs. Or you can go down a producer route. So there's places like you know, t- uh, techno production. So I've posted in all these different places. And each time I've done that, they seem to have 
brought in a lot of different followers. So that's been an amazing platform for me. Um, and not just that, but also you can obviously speak to different people who comment on it, find out whether people are actually like the playlist, what playlist they actually like, uh, whether they've got any tracks they want to suggest. You know, lots of different different things have come from Reddit. But then places like Instagram, um, Twitter, they'd be great as well, just because they obviously provide me a different way. And normally it's a way for me just to speak to um, producers or DJs or just, just people who just follow the playlist, to be honest with you. And that normally will be obviously through DMs, but obviously on the poll, sometimes people will comment too. Yeah, got it. Yeah, makes sense. And super interesting. Um, so essentially for you, Reddit is a, a place to l- listen to the, the audience, but also to get found because then you're able to share where it's more, essentially where people are asking, uh, you, you can sh- share and provide them value. I mean, obviously people on Instagram, you're likely to get people who are going to be into either techno or house or electro music because it's the sort of people you'd expect to be doing that. So that's why I use places like Instagram, just because I know I'm going to be speaking to the right sort of people. Twitter as well is obviously great, though <laughs> it's such a, such a big platform and there's just so much to it. I just, I just don't have the time for it as much as I would like to. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh... That there's so many follow-up questions that I would ask. Like, uh, it's really interesting this thing. And maybe one question that could be from the artist perspective: What is like a good way, non-invasive way, to reach out to a curator to perhaps uh, submit their track? So, obviously, there's some good ways and some bad ways that I've kind of gone through um, all the time so far. The best way, in my opinion, is using platforms such as Submit Hub. Um, there, there are other platforms, e.g. Playlist Push, but I've used Submit Hub for quite a while now. I've been using this since September 2018. And through that, I've managed to speak to so many different artists, found so much good music, and it's such a non-invasive way because all you are doing as an artist is just putting the music out. If I have time, I will obviously listen to it, accept the music, or I'll refund it if I, you know, it's not for me. And then I could just move on. In a bad way for me, and, and this just depends entirely on how the person approaches it, is using places like Instagram or Facebook. And what I mean by that is some people I'm happy to talk to if you are just going to speak to me as a normal person, because at the end of the day, we are <laughs> just human beings. So, you know, I mean, I completely understand that obviously people want to get their music onto the playlist, so I, I get that. But I'd rather have a connection, someone I can actually speak to and hopefully befriend and, you know, have a, a normal conversation with rather than just be someone who could just throw links at me whenever a new track is out and just expect me to just listen to it. Because the thing is, you get overloaded with tracks, as you can imagine. People send music from all over the place, all over. I've had people text me um, telling me that a release was out. So... <laughs> People have really gone down some different routes to let me know that their music is out there. Um, and actually, the guy that did do the text message, I did add his track just because I admired the audacity to do that. Um, but, but obviously, I've, I've put measures in place to prevent that happening again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taking out your phone number from any possible platform online. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 like I say, it completely caught me off guard, but I thought, do you know what? Fair, fair play. I'll, I'll, I'll check your track out. And it, do you know what? It actually was okay. So okay. It, did, it did get added in the end. But yeah. like I say, it's, it just depends on how a person approaches, you know, sending the track across. I personally would prefer someone to just want to speak to me normally and then hopefully lead on to, you know, that relationship where that we can, I can obviously receive tracks and possibly add them to my playlist if I, you know, have the space or I track the playlist that works. That's fine. But if you just think that you could just throw a link at me, then I don't think it's going to work just because I really don't have the time for that sort of, uh, that sort of conversation, to be honest. Yeah, for sure. And also, I mean, it, it, like everybody, this, uh, this is also for the audience listening. If you're thinking to reach out, call, reach out to people, always treat them as people. <laughs> it's very important. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think it, I, I realized a bit of that both when I send my stuff to other people, I'm always afraid sometimes they're like, you know, am I, am I bother people? Am I, 
um, it might not be received well because everybody's busy. Everybody has their life. Yeah. I don't think we should expect that people would make time for you when you just send the link or you just do like a batch message when you say, Hey dude, check out my shit. Uh, it's very hard for people then to say, okay, I'll dedicate time for you just to listen. Of course. I've had a few people say the same thing to me that they didn't actually want to send me anything because they were a little concerned that I might not have the time for them or they want to come off as rude or, and I've said to them that it's not a problem. Because like I said, I've, come, I've, I've spoken to them many a time and I, I, I'm happy for them to do it. So it just depends entirely on what sort of relationship I've built up with them. And that's why, it, you know, I'm happy to receive music from people through social. Just just, just treat me as a human, like you say. Otherwise, use Submit Hub, which is much easier for me because it's, it's I can avoid ever upsetting anyone or hurting anyone's feelings because I don't have to say anything whether I, you know, if I don't like it, I don't like it, and that's that. Yeah, <laughs> it's much harder to do that if someone sends it through social. Yeah. You just have to kind of brush them off in the nicest way possible, and <laughs> it can it can be pretty hard hard to do that sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and and it's it's. I think that there's uh, so much willingness for people to actually get exposure that sometimes the people that just forget that you need to treat the other person as a person. And yeah. I, I was talking like. I running two labels, I get demos. And although I run very small labels, like I still get a bunch of demos. And sometimes it's crazy, like the, the type of stuff you get, like the message. <laughs> yeah. I, sometimes I just like, really? Like, did someone really send this? I don't know. Like, just hi, um, check my stuff. I want to release on your label. Like, super <laughs> impressive link. <laughs> Let me know, please. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it's like, yeah, I mean, hi. Um, yeah, I'm great. Thanks. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just just those just small conversation there, and I like totally understand people don't have all the time in the world, but it's better not to burn your bridges by just coming off as a robot. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Um, yeah, so this is a super interesting. Do you think as a, as an artist, like people should really think about Spotify, or is uh, important but not necessary? So I totally get why people don't want to use Spotify. End of the day, I, I appreciate there's no money there. I mean, obviously, there might be if you bring in millions of listeners, but Techno House, Electro, you're not going to get that sort of volume. And I think everybody knows that. But what I find with obviously is great about Spotify is the discovery perspective of it all, or the, the discovery angle of it all is you are obviously going to be able to easily find new music, especially if you're using playlists such as mine or anybody else out there that has put the time into a particular genre. I mean, there's so many genres I've explored by just using people's playlists and I've discovered music that way that I would never have found before. But I also appreciate why people wouldn't use it. And I know people use strategies where they will, you know, initially just put a vinyl release out or might have an exclusive program where they'll give people a member a particular track for a few months and eventually put it out on Spotify. Yeah, That, to me, makes a lot of sense because, obviously, you are giving that exclusivity to people before it does just become just another track on Spotify and all the other platforms. So it, I, I kind of guess it depends on, obviously, what the artist really wants to get out of their music. Or do they want to make a lot of money or do they just want to get people to listen to their music? If they just want to get people to listen to their music, then in my opinion, Spotify is a brilliant place to do that. I fully agree. Um, and I, I like the way you, you framed it, which is like, it really depends what is your goal. Uh, yeah, being an artist myself in electronic music, yeah, there's literally no money on Spotify. So forget about that, if that is the objective. However, like, I find it amazing that, like, for me, the importance of Spotify is this, is majority of people who are not artists, they don't buy music, they don't own music, they don't own devices that have music on, on them, and they use streaming. So for me, not being on Spotify, like it's basically cutting out my audience. So not allowing people who listen to my stuff to listen to it, because it's not there where they are. Yeah, I mean, obviously there are other platforms out there, which are obviously, I, I would highly which I could easily push people to, to purchase the music. But what I find with all these different platforms, e.g. Beatport, is that the, the discovery part of it is really hard. 
there's I mean obviously there are playlists and stuff on there but it's not quite as as well done as something like Spotify is being done in that obviously other people could just easily just keep creating these different playlists for people to look at and go through totally totally agree um Bandcamp is an amazing platform. There is a bit of discovery, but not as much as Spotify. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I'm glad you said Bandcamp because that was another one I recently spoke to someone about. But the same thing is that I thought playlists would be a brilliant thing to add to it, just for the just the discovery part of it. Because unless you really know the music and the artists and the labels that you're looking for, you're gonna struggle. I found because I tried to use them when I first started out in in listening to techno and. I struggled a lot in terms of finding stuff that, you know, really like cool and, and unique and, and um, experimental stuff. Um, and that seems to have done that through Spotify instead. I, yeah, I agree. And now that you, you mentioned that I could totally imagine a integration or a partnership between Spotify and Bandcamp where essentially Spotify does the streaming. And if people want, then they can buy the album or the tracks from Bandcamp directly. Which yeah. would allow, yeah, Bandcamp users to actually discover new music very easily, stream it, and if they like it, they go back home and they buy it. Well, someone on Reddit actually tagged me into something. Uh, I think it was like middle of last year, and his proposal was a tool which would, if you put a playlist URL in it, it would try and identify all the tracks on um, Bandcamp and basically help you find them. Um, I haven't heard anything further ever since that was mentioned, but if that tool ever did come out, I could imagine people could use playlists such as myself to really find some music on there and it will probably help help, help platforms such as Bandcamp. Well, yeah, that would be amazing, actually. It, it would be really good. Like, And I know Spotify, for instance, now does the merchandising, which allows you to put a link of a physical product but it's not at that level. So a tool that kind of connects the two would be amazing, actually. Yeah, be, for sure. Yeah, something's much needed. And yeah, great. And was there something that you wish you knew before starting the Spotify release journey? Or perhaps a moment where you were like, oh, this is taking too much time. Uh, is eating up too much time in my life. Well... Um, yeah, there's, I found two tools, um, probably again, middle of last year, um, one called Skyly, which is for, it basically, you can reorganize a playlist with, with like just a couple of clicks of a button, which would mean putting tracks, which are added to the bottom of playlist to the top. Cause obviously that's where most people tend to start listening to a playlist anyway. And then there's another tool, which is called sounds good which I've used to basically clone my Spotify playlist across YouTube and SoundCloud. And basically I don't have to do anything with those, those playlists. They just, if you can find the track on those, it will just add them to them. So that means obviously if someone wants to, if they don't have Spotify, then they can use YouTube. And if they don't want to use YouTube, they can use SoundCloud. Uh, obviously the playlists are much, much smaller because they sometimes just can't find the tracks, but, it, it doesn't matter. It still gives people some way of finding some sort of music. So they're the two things I've found have obviously helped cut a lot of time. But in terms of actually um, whether I've found it ever being too time consuming, not not well, obviously like finding music if it's myself. I do it obviously because it's just something I do. It's just a, an interest of mine. I always like just spending a few hours every night just going through different albums or different artists and just, just digging. Um, but when I started accepting submissions, that's when obviously time became a little bit more uh, stressful just because you've got to make sure you're getting through all of the different submissions that are coming your way, making sure you add them to the different playlists, make sure you, you let everybody know that it's been added. That's when it becomes a little bit more time intensive. So, but it's not that bad. It's, it's really not. It's, it's something I enjoy doing regardless. If I didn't enjoy doing it, I wouldn't do it. Yes, and it, it, it's, it's amazing you say that. And you and I had a very, very brief chat before uh, this recording on uh, basically like yeah, doing another job on the side. And I know you are already keeping yourself very occupied with other activities. And how do you split your time during the week? Is there a moment that is dedicated to Spotify or is 
literally whenever you have time. I find that with my job and with Spotify, the two combine really well because a lot of the time I can just put my headphones in, get on with my work. And obviously I either will be listening to one of my own playlists, either just maybe just trying to clean it up. If there's a particular track that I might have added somewhere that didn't really make sense. Um, or obviously going through music that people have sent my way or going through obviously other people's playlists. So a lot, and I, I can pretty much find a time any day to be able to be going through music, which is probably why I can go and create so many playlists to keep them up to date as, up to, as often as I manage to. Yeah. The, the, the interesting thing is that like, yeah, being Spotify audio only, you can listen to music exactly whenever you're doing anything else pretty much. Yeah, I mean, even on the commute, I even obviously will be listening to music. So that's like another possible hour on the road each way. So like I say, it doesn't matter where I am, um, even in the house, where I am in the house, I will, I will always find an opportunity to, to, be, to be listening to something. And it will usually will be through Spotify. Yeah. And that's, that's, a, that's a huge benefit. And we, we also touched on, on skills transfer. So um, there's a lot of people who decide to take the route, the route of uh, not having another full-time job and make music their full-time job. But there's also maybe a majority of people who have another side activity that they might like as well. And I think both you and I have uh, some sort of skill transfer. Do you want to um, tell us more about uh, what are the things that you find useful from the other job that you can translate into the Spotify curation, release curation? Sure. So my full-time employment is in the SEO sector, which is search engine optimization. So that's all about helping people find websites on Google. So using that sort of knowledge, I think that's why I've done the playlist the way that I've done them, named them the way that I've named them just so it's very easy for people to be able to find them. And obviously if people use the Spotify search functionality, hopefully they will be found very easily in appear as well. And not only that, what I've also found recently is even search engines like Google, obviously they do pull up the, 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 the different playlists. So a lot of the time, if a playlist is doing quite well, it will also be appearing well in, in Google. And a lot of people do seem to be searching for just subgenres, um, e.g., even Beatless Techno has had a few searches for as far as I can see. So people really do go down some granular routes once they do have an idea of what the names are. That that's that's amazing, and and I I do believe that you really help people in discovering new music. Uh, part of that, uh, as we were discussing before, is because once people trust you, your selection, then they eventually go to another one. But I guess the other part is you being able to have uh, to put to work the skill of search engine optimization both on Spotify and, and Google that really helps people track down uh, the the new playlist and the new music yeah i mean obviously even having the the website that's how i have a good idea of what people seem to be searching cuz every playlist has a, an individual page on the website so I can have a really good idea of what people seem to be searching out there. Um, so it's, sometimes it's really just obvious ones, but there are some um, really, really charming specific ones that you don't really expect people to know, but they seem to. And whether that's just because they've come across one of mine before and thought, oh, I, I remember that, that playlist, what was it again? I don't know, but it seems to be happening. Yeah. That, that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> That's the beauty of having uh, the beauty of the drawback of having uh, available potentially any music in the world, like in, in a tap. Like sometimes you get lost, you find something interesting, and then you don't even remember what was that. But yeah, it's part of the discovery. Yeah, I mean, I for years always had a bit of a habit of digging. I mean, back when I was a child and listening to donk music, <laughs> which is still something I listen to to this day. I would spend so many hours just digging through various tracks that I could find or going to vinyl shops and just digging through various vinyls just to try and find some tracks that I really, really liked. And I think that's why I've done these and why I appreciate why people like them is I imagine a lot of people have that exact same mindset 
where they just want to keep digging and digging and digging until they find something that really, really works for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and then I, I think I get the same excitement where, where I start looking for, like, I don't even know what I'm looking for, but then I find tracks that I, especially when you find new artists or new genre and new, new music, it's like, it's fantastic. You feel like, wow, you just explored, yeah. Uh, yeah. A pot of gold, like <laughs> <laughs> especially when you have a particular genre in mind. For me, a one I always, always it's obviously either acid. If I hear a track that has acid in it, especially my ears are perked. And obviously, it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean all tracks of acid are going to be good. So a lot of the time, I'll be listening to be like, okay, this is kind of not really doing anything, so I'll move on. But another one will be break as well. If I hear a track that has a bit of a break sample in there, that straight away will catch my. And obviously, it depended on the track. If it's a really good track, then obviously you get super, super pumped. Um, and that's when usually I'll tend to go to Instagram and share it, just because I really want to get people to hear that particular track. Yes. Because um, obviously, there's so many playlists, it's really hard for people to maybe find something I really like. And whether they want to know that, I don't know. But that's why I threw together the Instagram playlist, just so people had a idea of what i really really like enjoy from the playlists i've been putting together so far got it and, and I, I i think it's i said that before like it's super helpful and and was there any very good feedback that made you think okay i'm so grateful that I actually i've done it because i just made someone happy that they yeah. found some music yeah th- i mean i get quite a few messages over you know over time um from different people whether it be from someone i added to a playlist just saying like thank you for adding me to it i've ended up getting way more listeners than i've ever had before and obviously for me that's just so nice to hear because at least you know that you've helped them out some way or another yeah but then obviously it's also nice to hear from listeners who are just using it for discoverer um that's why i like using places like reddit because you obviously a lot of people will come back saying yeah, I really like the playlist. I really like this particular place because sometimes our feedback is super useful because you know which playlist you may want to put a little bit more time and effort into. Um, so for me, there's no specific feedback as such. It's just it's always just nice to hear back from people. Um, and I even had a, a donation bit on my website, which is hidden away. So I didn't want it to ever be like a, you know, I want money, aren't you? Anything like that. And I've had a couple of donations from people over the, the year or so the site's been up with just nice messages attached to them and again those are always nice because especially when people are willing to send a little bit buddy to say thank you which you really really don't expect to ever receive yeah that that's always a nice motivator behind it i think it, it, it indeed it is yes and uh, i i i guess like moving from you started probably this thing it seems you started because it was a kind of a personal need that you realized that was valuable for other people so it, it's receiving feedback is important because it, it kind of tells you oh you're doing something actually of value like you're hitting the the objective the main objective yeah definitely like you say i didn't do it initially for anyone but then when i realized people were using it for different reasons that's when i started to realize okay maybe i could do a little bit more with these some really cool ways i know that people have used it to knowledge of like you mentioned you've used it yourself in to to find music for sets yeah. I know of people who've used it to find music for radio, um, radio broadcasts. Um, I've had a guy once get in touch with me to just go through what a curator is all about for a thesis for um, over in America. So and you don't expect any of these things. Obviously, when, you, when you're doing it, you're just doing it because you enjoy doing it. So it's it's been quite cool to see what's come from the whole curator uh, lifestyle, to be honest with you. It is, it is, yes, and uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm, man, it's amazing that actually people uh, reach out to you and say thanks because that's it's it's it makes it so worth. Like uh, you, then you you assess all your time you invest in that, and it's like, yeah, I mean, it's it's all worth. Like I'm gonna keep doing that. Yeah, I'm, especially when you hear from obviously labels that you've been following, you know, as a listener, and then suddenly they're getting in touch with you and trying to see what sorts of tracks you'd like to use. Um, Summer Records is probably one of the bigger ones that I've had like in, been in touch with. Um, and obviously with them, that was the fact that they, uh, for Christmas the year and this year as well, sent me something just, to, just as a thanks. 
yeah, I, I never expected anything like that when I was doing the playlist. So, um, yeah, um, I'm just excited to see, obviously, who else I get to hear from over the, the years that I continue to do the playlists. Um, yes. Uh-huh. Them all the better. <laughs> <laughs> Super important. So, in the, I, I want to share this uh, kind of uh, synthesize this message to the audience. Uh, guys, whoever you deal with, uh, if especially if they're doing something for you, they're helping you with whatever you're doing, take some time to say thanks. It's super important. It really makes a difference for people on the other side. Yeah, I, I think just hearing a thank you, that's usually more than enough. Because um, then a day, manners come for free and they really take one second. And if you're doing someone a favor, then it's always nice to just get that, that thank you. And then you can just move on with your life after that. <laughs> 100 percent and uh, yes and there's always like uh, someone to thank you eventually like you know it's free it takes two seconds you're returning a favor perhaps or you're making someone just uh, keep motivated and believe that they're doing something interesting for other people so people say say thank you more say thank you more <laughs> take some time and do that <laughs> please please just do it <laughs> It's easy. It's 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 free. Do it. <laughs> um, couple of other questions, and then we're gonna uh, wrap up. And then I want to make sure that also we highlight any of your websites and links that the people can look into. Sure. How if people are interested in search engine optimization uh, when it comes down to their music, is there any resource that you would recommend for them to actually document themselves or, or learn? So if they ever wants to learn about SEO, then the best resources would always be going to places like uh, Moz, which have a brilliant um, education platform on there. And another one would be Ahrefs. Um, and there actually is an importance to knowing this because Spotify does have an essence of SEO in there, um, especially for playlists. Um, it helps knowing that but in particular words in the right places will help um, in the long run, especially if you're going down a niche route that can especially be really useful. So for instance, if obviously you're trying to target something like acid techno, it really helps to have the playlist name, including acid techno, <laughs> yeah. or at least include it in the playlist description. You're pretty much laughing from there onwards, but it's, it's good to know these things in case you ever, wanted to try and do your own playlist and get a little bit of a following behind it. Yes. Great. Make, makes sense. And then maybe, um, actually I'll, I'll make sure to put the, the links to these platforms in the show notes. Yeah. And one question on it, knowing that you, you do this, this you do uh, another job and you also commit a lot of time to the playlist in burnout is real in the industry, whatever you do, especially today, we tend to do a lot of stuff. At the same time, we get involved in other things. Is there anything you, any measure you take to prevent from burnout? Yeah, I mean, there's been various occasions where I've just been pummeled with tracks from various angles and I've been doing my very best to listen to every single one of them because obviously I want to listen to them all. It's, it's, you never know what's going to be sent your way. But eventually, you obviously, you find yourself wearing yourself down and kind of losing interest in in the sounds because you've just heard so much of it so for me what i try to do is every now and then which i'm currently doing at the minute is just taking a break from submissions and just spending some time doing stuff that i enjoy doing instead so at the moment i'm just spending a lot of time just just playing on the ps4 and just gaming <laughs> because i can still listen to my music if i want to um and there's there's no pressure on me to add anything to my playlist so for me, it's great because it means I could just continue discovering music in my own pace and have no stress from it and then eventually open up the doors again for people to send some music my way. And that for me is just important because otherwise I don't want to lose the, you know, the enjoyment and the passion for it by just burning myself out. Yeah. That doesn't help you. It doesn't help your listeners, your followers. It, it, yeah, health is the first thing. Like if you don't have it, uh, 
you can do pretty much anything else. So yeah, yeah, it, it just I find that you just end up becoming the quality becomes less. You just find that you just you know funneling these tracks through, and it's not really what you would add as such. So it's just yeah, stepping back and just finding stuff that you really really enjoy and adding and getting that in there. I find it's much better and obviously gives a much better impression to people who keep finding the playlists. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. And, and, and it keeps yourself fresh as well. You recharge mm-hmm. your batteries. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yes. And w- what are you up to these days? Is there anything that people don't know Adam for yet? It can be the PST, <laughs> the PS4. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, the PS4. I do play a lot of Rocket League a lot of it i've been playing it for years now um and i believe i mean like quite a high percentage of people uh sorry a low percentage of people that are good at it so i guess that is one one thing i could maybe say um the second thing is obviously i do do a bit of djing um on the side that is something i i've always wanted to do a bit more with um and it's it's just obviously all the time that i get sucked up into the playlist is you don't really have that much time to actually play around with it so that's something I'm going to be working on. And hopefully over time, I can get a couple of more mixes out there using the music that obviously I'm added to these playlists and give people a different way to listen to it once again. Yeah. I mean, you, you got loads of music already. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. There's so much there. <laughs> <laughs> well sorted as well, which will help. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, if I want to do a drum and bass mix, I could do a drum and bass mix. Exactly. If I want to do, you know, if I want to do a a donk mix i could do a donk mix it doesn't really matter the the playlists are there the music's there (laughs) yeah so it's all good amazing yes um is there anything that you would change in people in how people discover music today is there something that you think is broken in the process not necessarily broken in the process, but a great way to discover music that I've found um, is using VA compilations. Like they are so good for discovering artists that are either new, that have never had any music out before, and it's the first label that's given them an opportunity to get the music out there. Or there might be people who've already had lots of releases who've just, you know, become part of a bigger labels VA. But I've just found that they are such a good way to find music that might not make it to an album or to a, you know, to a single um and they get lost because there's so many of them come out um and i think a lot of people don't realize that spotify does have a bit at the, in in there that has all these um so that's definitely something i would recommend people to use more because as i say i've discovered a lot of artists and then obviously then go into that artist's discography and end up maybe finding more music and then before you know it you've got like another hundred songs that you just listen to in no time at all. Got it, yes. Uh, I, I agree. I've personally discovered loads of music. I've been using Spotify for a little bit more than a year, maybe 14 months, something like that. And I love the way it is allowing me to actually discover new artists every day and music outside of techno. I, I just listen to a lot of music, which is not techno, and, and that uh, the platform has been instrumental for me. Because I start from a starting point, then I get into a comp- compilation, then it takes me to another artist that is re- unrelated, and out of maybe 10 tracks that I listen to, there is one that I really like, and I didn't know before. It's yeah, good- you can end up spending so many hours just, just, just going through artist after artist after album after artist. Yeah, I've, I've spent God knows how many hours. <laughs> but but as I say, as long as you do find them tracks that just make you think, fuck, that's, that's such a good track. Yeah. It's it's so worth it. Um, yes. And hopefully, like you say, people find them in the playlist and they get the same sort of feeling for it. That's all you can hope for. Indeed, yes. And I'm, I'm sure there's many people who have had that feeling uh, because of one of your playlists. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um, wrapping up, if this is a more uh, side question, um, if you could choose, uh, let's say, a picture or a couple of words that you would put on a post on social media and make it go viral, meaning that there's millions of people who are sharing it and, and looking at that one day, what would that post be? Say. So there's a artist that I had a image done by for my website called Kiss Cal Facet. 
Um, I believe that's how you pronounce it, but probably have just murdered that. Um, and he does this um, cool style where he like really like fucks people's faces up and makes them just look completely just warped. And he posted a few images on Reddit, and one of them was of a just a few different people scattered around a record shop. And for me, that image was just amazing. It had so much detail to it, so many different artists just written all over the place. And that's what got me the inspiration for my image. Um, so for me, it probably would be that image just because I know he put a lot of time into it and he definitely would deserve that sort of attention. Well, yes, <laughs> it's a funny... <laughs> I'm going to look, look him or, or her up and... And I think we're going to include the, the link in the show notes. I think it would be cool for people to, to look it up. Yeah, for sure. He also does a bit of DJing on the side as well. Um, so he, he, he has a great passion behind music. And you can see that in the imagery that he does. He's done like different images, like different album cover photos in his own way. And honestly, some of them are brilliant. Um, so yeah, that would definitely be my choice. Amazing, yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up as soon as... Uh, we finish and last question that I, I want to make sure that people can find your amazing work. Where should people look for you? Social media, your website, combination of both. So website um, would be well, my website, which is www.adam-heaton.co.uk. Um, that's where I pretty much update it constantly with new stuff whenever I get it out. I'll be constantly adding new stuff to it. I've had lots of different ideas. It's just time. But over time, it will become a much better resource for different things. Um, and in terms of social, um, my Instagram is definitely one of the main ones I would recommend people go to, which is Adam Heaton UK. Um, otherwise, you can also check out my SoundCloud, which is Adam Heaton. <laughs> Oh, uh, my YouTube channel, which is, again, I believe Adam Heaton. So if you can't remember Adam Heaton, then you're pretty much gonna, not going to find me. So, yeah. Man, this has been a great chat. Uh, it's a pleasure having met you uh, throughout our paths. And yeah. Great to have you here. I've really enjoyed it, man. Thank you. Thank you for joining. And looking forward to hearing uh, more of your playlist and new discoveries and i uh, enjoy well look forward to hearing well the two tracks you sent my way and obviously a lot more coming in the future <laughs>